This is Path to the Future, Module 3, Lesson 9, Workbook, page 125, Worksheet 46, titled Self-Esteem and Self-Talk. Self-esteem is all about how much you value yourself, the pride you feel in yourself, and how worthwhile you feel. Self-esteem is important because feeling good about yourself can affect how you act. A person who has high self-esteem will make friends more easily and is in more control of his or her behavior and will enjoy life more. People with high self-esteem generally have more positive self-talk than people with low self-esteem. Self-talk. Self-talk is something that everyone does throughout the day. Whenever something happens, whenever we look at ourselves or become aware of ourselves, we usually talk to ourselves in our head. If we were to write down all of our self-talk, many of us would find that we have a tape that we play over and over in our minds. That is, we keep sending the same messages to ourselves. So something to think about is um, as you develop your own self-concept, um, how how do you see yourself? Um, would you consider yourself um, a person of high self-esteem? You know, are you a person of moderate self-esteem or possibly low self-esteem? Um, and then, uh, you know, when we discuss the concept of self-talk, um, it's not like you're actually verbally communicating with yourself necessarily talking out loud, although that might be the case, but it's sort of those conversations that you have in your head. Does this look good? Do I look fat in that? Um, does this make my eyes look blue? Um, those, those conversations that you might have in your head and they might not always be about appearance. They could, um, be about actions or thoughts or conversations. Um, did that come across as assertive? Did that come across as aggressive or passive when I said that um, statement to that person in the hall. So I want you um, today to think of your, your thought process um, during each of the following scenarios on worksheet 46, which is on page 125 of your workbook. Um, think of your thought process during each of these scenarios and divide your thoughts into positive and negative um, and write your thoughts in the appropriate column. Oftentimes we have um, self-talk going on in our head. And, and sometimes those conversations can be quite positive. Um, you know, like, dang, this, this pair of jeans looks good. Or, um, you know, I really love these shoes. I think I'm going to wear them all week. Um, and sometimes those, there's my dog, of course. Sometimes those conversations that we have in our head are not positive. And they're, um, they can be a little bit more negative. So basically what um, you're going to do on this is, is kind of divide your thoughts into positive and negatives. And give me an example um, of the thoughts that you have um, when you're going through each of these possible scenarios. For example, getting ready for school in the morning, um, a positive thought might be, um, wow, my sweater looks so nice on me because I took the time to iron it. Um, a negative one might be, um, gosh, I'm going to be late for school again. I'm always late. Um, and you might start to have some negative self-talk about some actions. When you're done with this, please uh, take a picture of it and either text it or upload it to the Google Classroom or email it. Thank you.
This is Pass to the Future, Module 3, uh, Lesson 10. We're going to start off with a bit of lecture, and then we will be covering um, workbook pages 126 and 127, which are handouts 39 and 40. Um, and our topic for today is healthy and unhealthy relationships. Um, so the first thing I want you to sort of think about is um, what... What do you think? What makes a healthy relationship? Um, sort of what are the attributes and the qualities to a healthy relationship um, that you believe are kind of a good part of a, a healthy relationship? Be thinking of, of what those are as we go through um, through this conversation. Um, one of them, although it's a one sided conversation, unfortunately, but um, one of the examples might be, you know, I consider a healthy relationship to have um, a good amount of healthy communication. Um, so both people in the relationship, whether it be friendship or romantic or um, professional, uh, communicate appropriately and respectfully to each other um, as often as possible. Um, the next thing I want you to sort of think about is uh, what makes an unhealthy relationship? Sometimes it's easier to think about um, those things that are broken than the things that are actually working. So, so this might be an easier concept for some of you. It might be a little bit harder. Um, and I want you to think of, of what those, those characteristics or attributes of an unhealthy relationship look like, feel like, um, you know, can you, can you reference maybe some experiences in your own life? Um, I'm going to read you a couple scenarios and then I'd like you to um, tell me what you think. So then the first one is Jada is standing at her locker when her good friend Steve stops by to talk to her. Her boyfriend Todd sees this and becomes enraged. He approaches Steve and tells him to get lost. Then he curses and screams for Jada, a uh, Jada for flirting with Steve, even though she was just innocently talking with a friend. Todd even goes as far as to punch the locker across from him. Jada feels scared and embarrassed by his reaction, but knows that Todd is just scared of losing her. So in your opinion would that be an example of a healthy relationship an unhealthy relationship it is a snapshot um scenario so you don't really have a lot of history um but what are some of the attributes that make you think um one way or the other the second scenario is anna's best friend carrie asks her what she's doing for this weekend while they're eating lunch at school and waiting for the rest of their friends to join them Anna tells her that she's going to see a movie with another friend on Saturday. Anna can tell that Carrie's upset because she becomes silent and just stares out the window. When their other friends join them, Carrie starts making fun of Anna and hurts her by saying, you would probably be going to a movie this weekend with a boyfriend if you weren't so fat. Anna doesn't say anything because she knows Carrie is right to be upset. Best friends should do everything together. So thinking of that example, healthy friendship, unhealthy friendship, what does that relationship um, look like to you um, and sort of what what makes you think one way or the other? Kind of be ready to share that um, next time we meet because I think it's, a, it's important. Um, when talking about both healthy and unhealthy relationships, uh, one of the most important things um, to do is to kind of trust your instincts and that people close to, and the people um, who are close to you, whose opinions you can trust and value, each and every one of us deserves to feel safe, valued, and cared for. Uh, it's important to keep in mind that one of the strongest signs of a healthy relationship is that both people involved feel good about themselves. Also, by treating yourself with self-respect and believing in your right to be treated well, 
you're taking you're taking important steps towards developing uh, equitable, mutually fulfilling ties and relationships in your future. Um, it's it's just like anything else in life. It it takes evaluation and, and some practice sometimes to um, build relationships that are um, healthy and, and can last. Um, so now I'm going to move on to page 126 and 127. What makes a healthy relationship? Healthy relationships are fun and make you feel good about yourself. You can have a healthy relationship with anyone in your life, including your family, friends, and people who you may be dating. Relationships take time, energy, and care to make them healthy. The relationship that you make in your teen years will be a special part of your life and will teach you some of the most important lessons about who you are. This guide was written to help you understand different types of relationships, what makes each relationship special, and how to communicate in a positive way. What makes a healthy what makes a relationship healthy? Communication and sharing. The most important part of a healthy relationship between two people is being able to talk and listen to one another. You and the other person can figure out what your common interests are. You can share your feelings with the other person and trust that they will be there to listen and support you. In healthy relationships, people don't lie. Communication is based on honesty and trust. By listening carefully and sharing your thoughts and feelings with another person, you show them that you are as important. You are as I can't talk. You show them that they are an important part of your life. Respect and trust. In healthy relationships, you learn to respect and trust important people in your life. Disagreements may still happen, but you learn to stay calm and talk about how you feel. Talking calmly helps you to understand the real reason for not getting along, and it's much it's much easier to figure out how to fix it. In healthy relationships, working through disagreements often makes a relationship stronger. In healthy relationships, people respect each other for who they are. This includes respecting and listening to yourself and your feelings so you can set boundaries and feel comfortable. You will find that you learn to understand experiences and feelings of others, as well as having them understand your experiences and feelings. Um, something to think about is as you're working on healthy relationships is the, you know, the timing of those communications and those conversations too. If you're um, escalated and your um, frustration is elevated, you may not be in the best mindset or space to communicate um, and so sometimes you can say things you don't mean, and it's hard to take them back if you can at all. Um, how do I know that I have a healthy relationship with someone? So this is sort of like you wanted to self-evaluate your relationship. Is it healthy or not? You know that you're in a healthy relationship with someone because you feel good about yourself when you're around that person. Unhealthy relationships can make you feel sad, angry, scared, or worried. Healthy relationships involved an equal amount of give and take. In unhealthy relationships, there's an unfair balance. You may feel that most of the time you're giving the other person more attention than they give you. You feel safe around the other person and you feel that you can trust him or her with your secrets. In a healthy relationship, you like to spend time with the other person instead of feeling like you're pressured into spending time with them. Unhealthy relationships do not include trust and respect, which are very important parts of a family family relationship, good friendship, or dating relationship. No one deserves to be in an unhealthy relationship. And then there's a source at the bottom of your, of your screen, of your page. What makes an unhealthy relationship? In an unhealthy relationship, you usually feel this, the exact opposite of how you feel when you're in a healthy relationship. That sounds kind of like a Yoda 
duh moment, but it's true. Um, you and your friend or partner don't always feel good about yourselves or about each other. Not all unhealthy relationships are abusive, but sometimes they can include abuse, whether it's verbal, physical, emotional, or sexual. This can involve both people being violent or abusive or can involve only one person doing this to the other. Many times a relationship can start out as healthy, but can become unhealthy over time. Also, a friendship or dating relationship can seem unhealthy at sometimes and unhealthy at others. Can seem healthy at sometimes and unhealthy at others. If you have a feeling that your relationship is unhealthy because you feel afraid or pressured to do something that you don't want to do, you're probably right. Remember that conversation we had about your intuition and sort of going with your gut? Sometimes it's that little voice in your in your in the pit of your stomach that's telling you, you know, what the the right decision is. Um, your friend or the person you're dating. Oh, what are the signs of an abusive or unhealthy relationship? There are many signs of an abusive or unhealthy relationship. Take a look at this list of warning signs and see if these statements describe any of your relationships. Your friend or person you're dating is jealous or possessive of you. He or she gets angry when you talk or hang out with other friends or people of the opposite sex. Boss, the person bosses you around or makes all the decisions and tells you what to do. Tells you what or what not to wear, who you can and cannot talk to, and where you can and cannot go. Is violent with other people, gets in fights a lot, loses his or her temper a lot, pressures you to have sex or do something sexual that you don't want to do or you're not ready for. Uses drugs and or alcohol and tries to pressure you into doing the same thing. Swears at you or uses mean language. Blames you for his or her problems or tells you that it's your fault that he or he, she has hurt you insults you or tries to embarrass you in front of other people, physically hurts you, makes you feel scared or reacts, uh, uh, makes you feel scared of the rea their reactions to things. Let me read that one more time. Makes you feel scared of their reactions to things. Calls or texts to check up on you all the time and always wants to know where you're going and who you're with. These are the few these are just a few signs of an unhealthy or abusive relationship. Sometimes there are only one or two warning signs, and sometimes there are many. If any of these statements are true for your relationship, you should speak to a trusted adult, such as a parent, guardian, teacher, doctor, nurse, or counselor, right away. Thank you. That was Module 3, Lesson 10, pages 126, 127, handout 39 and 40.